Hey, Scott, I'm going to talk into the microphone that's directly in front of me. What, what, okay, counterpoint. What if I talk into the microphone that's directly in front of me? Well, that would appear as if we are recording podcast audio on two separate microphones. What are you talking about? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so we're trying out a thing where... <laughs> We're trying a thing where the podcast sounds good. <laughs> We're trying out this thing where we try to make it seem as if we are professionals I don't recording think, a podcast. I don't think it's going to last. I think we're going to go... I honestly think we're going to go back to recording on my iPhone 6S. In the car on the way to In Seattle. In the car while it's moving. <laughs> I think we did a few of those and for they were pretty terrible. Optimal audio. Yeah. but Nothing the- like the sound of highways and going over bumps and other vehicles driving very fast past you and whoever's sitting in the back seat being completely inaudible. Those are always yeah, the best. It was, the levels weren't the evenest when we were just like kind of throw the phone around the center console and two people in the front and one or two people in the back would all, all try to sound the same volume. Or the person in the back not wearing their seatbelt and leaning through the seats. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was too. a little bit of that. There was definitely some of that. Yeah. Yeah, those are the good old days. So those yeah, are... we're trying this. Yeah. So if anyone wants a, wants a gear update, uh, I'm rocking a, uh, a HyperX quadcast mic over here and Drew's walk, rocking a Blue Yeti. Blue over Yeti. There. Is it? Is there a model number, or is Blue Yeti the model? If I could get the box, I would tell you. Oh, you're so close. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're you're absolutely gonna crack your AC. Uh, my 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 part. hip hurts now. I uh, dislocated my hip. Uh, it just says Yeti Blue. So maybe Blue is the thing. Maybe it's made by Yeti. I think Yeti is the. Co- and this is the blue. Actually, I don't know because the front of it says Blue, not mm. Yeti. So maybe the company is blue and the microphone is a Yeti. There's a bunch of Yetis on the back. I like it. <laughs> it's good for it's good for game streaming, which is great because now I'm a professional streamer. Yeah, Drew thinks he's going to be a streamer. And it's now. good for Skype and Discord, which I don't care. Uh, and it says good for podcasts and voiceover works. Okay. So, you know, here pretty, we go. Pretty we're, do, we're doing it. This now, is one of those things. Now I'm going to get auto-tune and I'm just going to start doing um, singing, you know? just going to start T-painting? I'm going to T-paint it or uh, I'm going to Bob... Bob Earnham. <laughs> you can also Bob Earnham it. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, uh, this. I can't believe we are living in a time where both of us uh, are actual professional voice recording artists. <laughs> VRAs. VRAs. Very rich Asians. We went from two guys. Started from the bottom. Now I'm gay. Start from the whole town gay. We went from being two guys, a girl, and a pizza place yep. to just two guys and a girl. Ryan Reynolds, some other guy, and some bitch. I think the woman was... Tia Leone. Uh... Caroline Rea. Caroline, Car- Caroline, Caroline think it's, in the city. I don't think it's Caroline Rea. I think it's <laughs> Caroline Ray. I feel like we've legitimately had this conversation before. <laughs> you idiot. And it also went nowhere. <laughs> I believe the other guy... It seems like Rhea. The other guy you would recognize from TV shows, but I couldn't tell you what else. Richard Rucolo. Of course. Uh, he would Household name. be in... Uh... Oh, maybe he's not. I mean, I've definitely seen oh, his maybe face. maybe he's fucking dead. Oh, he's in, he's in one of my favorite shows, FX's Legit. 
Uh, he was uh, in Jim that. Jeffries. But, uh, Jim Jeffries and oh, crippled DJ Qualls? Do you know who he is? He's, you know, in It's Always Sunny. I do. The episodes where they get the, like, the corporate exec guy who they think is gay, so they take him to, or yes. he, so he is gay and they take him to the strip club? Yes. That guy. Oh. That's the other guy in Two Girls, a That's Guy. That's the second uh, titular guy. And then the girl is... Uh, oh my god, her, that's her first name? Leia Thompson. No, tra- Trailer Howard. What are you talking about? I mean, about? her first name is Trailer. Trailer. Oh, she's... um. She's the can I can, she, I can I meet her brother dump truck or tractor? <laughs> um, her, she's the female love interest in Dirty Work. Okay, yeah. And then that, see, that movie isn't really about a female love interest. Oh, though. Nathan Fillion was in it. That's a dude's rock movie. Handsome guy, love him. Uh, like, I feel like Don Rickles gets more play than the female love interest in Dirty Work. <laughs> I don't know, no, 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 then you're sucking sand. <laughs> Look at you. Look like a shaved gorilla. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen oh my Dirty God. Work okay, starring okay. Norm MacDonald, if you haven't seen turn Dirty this Work, off. And, and leave it off, because we don't want you. We are Th- not... This, this isn't... Okay, there have been times in the past where we have said, turn this off, go do this, and come back. Here's a time where if you haven't done this, turn this off and never come back. Yeah, you're, you know what? We don't want out. you. We don't want you. You are all the way out. We, yeah, get get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> um, so as I was saying, we went from two guys and a girl in a pizza place to two guys and a girl. Yeah, they lost the pizza to place no at some girl. So now it was just two guys. Wait. <laughs> Are we still talking about the show or we're no? Just we're talking about us. Now? Okay. We went from being two guys, a girl, in a pizza place to two guys. Yeah. Um. Two gay guys. Um. Two gays. Two gays and a pizza place. Two guys, a girl, in a pizza place. Yeah. Two guys and a girl. Two guys. Two gays is the natural progression. And that's where we're at right now. That's where we're at. What's the, next? The dual the dual audio recorder podcasts is us completing the cycle. <laughs> but I guess now the next cycle is we have to get a pizza place. Then get a girl again. Two gays a girl in a pizza place. <laughs> and then we're both straight. Oh. Although I feel like even though I watched a little bit of the show, I don't remember anything about the, like, was there sexual tension? Was there, like, I were, did she end up dating I mean, them? I couldn't Between die. the guys? Yeah. Or was the girl involved? Was Trailer involved? No, Trailer was not involved. Tractor Trailer... There was a basketball player whose name was Robert Trailer, and his nickname was the Tractor Trailer. Oh, that's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. I remember he was a big, fat power forward <laughs> who was, like, great in college because he was so much bigger than everyone. Yeah. But as soon as he got to the NBA and had to, like, I don't know, run, yeah. and, uh, like, he lasted... Yeah, other people were big, so he didn't yeah. have his advantage anymore. He lasted five minutes. Pretty good. Pretty good. R.I.P. Tractor Trailer. Uh, R.I.P. Robert Tractor Trailer. Uh, oh, he R.I.P. He is R.I.P. <laughs> it is. He was too big. He died at thirty-four. Oh, that's very young. Six foot nine, two hundred and ninety pounds. Oh, he's a big boy. He is a hoss, or I guess was a hoss. First round, sixth overall, nineteen ninety-eight by the Dallas Mavericks, and now he's fucking dead. Fucking. What dead. did he die of at thirty-four? Uh, heart attack. Wow. He was talking to his wife on the phone, and then he just dropped dead. Holy shit. Scott, he was younger than you, and weighed less than you, and he died of a heart (laughs) attack. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're three three three, right? Are you? Am I am I currently beating the odds? You're beating the odds, Scott. You science says you should be dead. Look, it is well documented. I am sixteen and one hundred pounds. That's your ideal relationship. That's my ideal mate. Sixteen and one hundred and twenty <laughs> pounds. Boy or girl doesn't matter. Take effect. It's not about gender. It's about age. It's about power. <laughs> power bottom or power top? Oh, we didn't talk about it on podcast that we talked about it on Sunday just when we were watching stuff. The the concept of a bottom so powerful <laughs> that that he is able to rape with his ass. Yes. You don't have a choice. Yeah. Even even if the the suction it gets you while you're limp, <laughs> it's so strong and, but it, that it makes you come. Yeah. Ooh, do you, you're gonna Ray Romano that. <laughs> do you? Okay, so you come soft. Yeah. I'm just like I I like I know it sucks you in limp, but once it's there, does it make you hard? No, it's so powerful that okay. it it sucks the come out. It just, <laughs> it. it, it it cuts out the middleman of you having <laughs> yes. a boner yeah. and goes straight from penetration to cum. It doesn't fuck around with, like, blood flow or, like, arousal of I tissue. I respect that, because I always yeah. find that to, to be the most an annoying part of sex. <laughs> That's the most inconvenient part, is having to get a boner. An, an, an inconvenient truth. Speaking as a man a who hasn't had a boner since 1984... Since the Carter administration. I, uh, I appreciate this greatly. <laughs> Are we, hey, are we inside five minutes? We are at, uh, almost at ten minutes. Okay, so just to get this in inside ten minutes, hey, I'm Scott, that's Drew, at not Scott Henson on Twitter, and... Uh, at Sarian Softpaws on Twitter. How about that? Um... Because last time we did that, you actually got followers. I think Ten I... minutes, and the podcast's <laughs> over. And that's the show. <laughs> I think I lost followers when I did that. I think, I think they, I think, because our listeners are... Uh, gay furries, sure. Gay wrestlers, absolutely. Gay wrestling furries. They're, they're all of those things, and only those things. <laughs> to my, if if the demographic tests are true, but it's people who uh, don't know your Twitter yet. So you say it, and then they go find you. And it's also people who were already following me and had forgotten they were, and then go and unfollow me. <laughs> 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 You're like, oh yeah, I need to... <laughs> oh, I'm done with this. I need to get this anchor off me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it last the, the the first podcast of this season. Uh, yeah, sev several new followers on, on Twitter, several new followers on Letterboxd, uh, negative 10 followers on Grapple, uh, although, does anyone follow anyone on Grapple? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how like how much the the social media aspect of of Grapple is uh, is bumping. I follow I zero. Negative ten follow me. They negative what, what, ten. What do you mean negative? They 10 they've actually me? blocked ten people from being able to follow me. Is that true? Yeah. So even <laughs> if they wanted to follow me, they they wouldn't be allowed to. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> Just live your life, Scott. What a, live your life. What a strange system. Uh, it is. It is a strange system. Um, so, as you are, uh, as you, the fan base, are aware, this is the second episode of the In Your House pay per views. But before we get to the second episode of In Your House pay per views, I want to give a shout out to number one fan and number one wrestler who I enjoyed wrestling with, but everyone else hated the match. 
Jimmy Starbucks, who sent me a picture today of a, uh, a Walmart's in Florida. Uh, I assume in Florida. He still lives in Florida, right? I should probably ask him if he still lives in Florida. I, I do believe he does. Uh, of them having the blueberry pancake uh, Captain Crunch, but also, unbeknownst to myself and to Scott, there is a blueberry pancake-inspired syrup to put on regular pancakes, or also in your cereal? Is that what it's for? You make yeah. you make the milk blueberry I, pancakes that, milk? That confused me. Maybe you do? Maybe you, it, they go like, together? It's actually, it's blue, right? It's blue, yeah. That's, uh, that always worries me, but uh, <laughs> I'll try it. I'll put anything blue in my body. Anything. Oh. This is your chance, Scott. Get that chance. Okay, let's both uh, mute our mics just for... Mad, sh- mad shout out to Bad Dragon as well. Just uh, for... <laughs> unofficial sponsor of the podcast. Soon to be real Soon sponsor player. if we play our cards. Right? I, it would be incredible if we were like a real podcast, because we're not a real podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're just two dudes alone in, a, in a bedroom with no pants on. Two dudes mm-hmm. with attitude just dice come up later. Um, but if we could get like the, like the, but like the weird subcultural internet stuff to be an official sponsor because you know everybody's about like fucking squarespace and those mattresses and uh dollar shave club and what was that uh meat one that jericho was always doing uh, oh, what was where, it? where they like mail you a meat oh, of the month or Omaha whatever. steaks or some other thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it was. Some, maybe it might have just been some kind of meat of the month. It was a meat know. of the month type thing. I've I've literally I've never listened to a jericho. But like, podcast. what if we got? Like Bad Dragon and somebody who mass produces poppers and you know <laughs> I do uh, like a popper so, some kind of like do like specifically for for butts douche company and uh, you know like or like I don't know a furry clothing line like Nomad Complex that's a thing that's Daiquiri's thing listen I'm only adjacent I'm not I'm not one of them. <laughs> So I only what, know whatever the, you need to tell. I only to know the information that the inf- you tell me. The information, information. Anyway, uh, yeah, Dakery of Nomad Complex has ah. expressed interest in being on the show. So uh, we'll see what we can do. If Guests, we can, if, I, if I can figure out how to do a remote one, special guest seems hard, but we'll try. Well, I guess in theory we could get some kind of. Whenever, whenever I do it, whenever I do it for other people, it's over Discord. So we might have to figure out Discord. Yeah, I guess. Or we could just get like a. Could we just, in theory, get a video call that goes from the computer to the? I don't know. Technology's hard, ladies and gentlemen. We Computers are, we are, are hard. Scott's in his forties. I'm in my late twenties, and it's very hard for us to figure things out. I'm a baby. You are a giant fucking baby. I'm baby. Uh, well, there's gonna be a giant fucking baby. Uh, who's shaped like a massive egg? Oh, we, about there, there is soon. there are <laughs> there, there are sporadic egg appearances on the show tonight, so that's exciting. Eggs. <laughs> um. Yeah. So here we are, episode two, second in your house pay per view. Yep. Second Hot. of what? We're how far? How far in are we? Uh, we are two of twenty. Two of twenty-seven. Pretty good. Uh, we we are currently in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, where we get an opening of a, just a bunch of gay country stuff. (laughs) Oh, Um, the the country music intro video was, yeah, it was hella gay. I mean, good, good for them, like WWF for 
realizing the popularity of country music at the time yeah and being like well let's just let's just fucking run with it we've got a country music singing wrestler and why not just do a show somewhere that he's going to be popular and little do they know he's the best wrestler in the world Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a backdrop of Nashville and showing the, you know, like the, the country music hall of fame and Which we could have gone the to outside of the Grand Ole Opry. We and were in Nashville. We were in Nashville. We wrestled just outside of Nashville. But Clark, Clarksville. Clarksville inside. We, we were outside the Opry, I believe. Were we? I don't think yeah. I, I don't think I paid attention. You were just sort of going with the flow at that point? I mean, yeah, it might have been said, and I was just like, okay, cool, but country music's for homos. So. Steers and queers? Steers and queers. And I don't see any queers, <laughs> so you must be a cow? You must be a cow? <laughs> a male cow? <laughs> um, no, I Johnny Cash Museum was fine for me. I did not need to see the Merle Haggard Waylon Jennings <laughs> Hall of Fame, you know, like I don't care about the other country music. I only care about Johnny Cash. Yeah, um, and going to a Predators game the day of and paying like I don't know twelve dollars for tickets. Yeah, for like row five seats and getting to see one of the best mascots in the league, top tier, tier S tier mascot. He's probably honestly like S tier, one, two, or three in the league. I think. Sure. Eventually, I will do a rating system. Maybe we do it. Maybe do that as a special podcast. Could be. But, uh, yeah, he is definitely yeah, like no, one, two, or three. No, noted non-furry Drew will rate all the Listen. animal mascots on how hot they are. <laughs> Listen, for, for years, I have been doing NCAA March Madness brackets. Yeah. But it is only based on the mascots. And the scale of mascots are... So, you can only advance from the first round if you are... An animal. Yep. You cannot be a human. You cannot be a whatchamacallit or a thingamajig or, or, or a nutter butter or a nutter butter. Or, <laughs> or you can't be any of those weird asses. So you have to be an animal. You can't be any of those bad candy bars. And, and then by those, the, those, it goes from uh, quality of the suit. Yeah. I'm calling it a suit, not a costume. It's a suit. It's a suit. Quality of the it's, suit. Uh, here's what it, here's what it isn't. A phase, mom. It's not a phase, mom. Uh, there are other things in our lives that are definitely phases, but fursuits are not a phase. So it goes by quality of suit. It goes by ferociousness. It goes... What? No, I don't... I don't Listen, I don't, I, don't, I don't disagree. I don't want... A, I just love that that's like the criteria. No, no. Number one, ferociousness. Scott, listen, listen. <laughs> if you went to an American university and your mascot was, let's say, a wildcat. Yep. But the wildcat's got its tongue sticking out the side, and it's got those eyes where the the insides, like, rotate around it. No. You want a googly-eyed no. wildcat as your mascot? Miss me with that gay shit. Absolutely. It goes by ferocity. And then it goes by fuckability. But, like, those aren't necessarily in order. It's just like, well, you know, the suit's okay. It's not really that ferocious, but dead ass. Sure. Goes right to the top. Absolutely. Right? So, uh, I've definitely, almost every year, the same mascot for me uh, has, <laughs> assuming that they uh, they make it, which I can't even uh, remember the name of the school. Ah, the, the VCU Rams, the Virginia Commonwealth University Rams. Oh, I... I for me... I can see the suit. Win, um, win every year as long as they make it. Yeah. But they are always ranked like... 
15, 16, 14, something like that, and yeah. are always out in the first round. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, they're never making the round of 32. So, like, for me, they are always the winner of the, of March Madness. Like, they are, they are the North Korean Olympic athletes <laughs> of NCAA March Madness for me. Yes. They have won every gold medal, every <laughs> tournament. They have all the scoring records. Yeah. They've won every single they, award that you can hand out. They shot an 18 on a professional golf course. Yep. Yep. Just nothing the, but holes in one. The They single-handedly defeated the Japanese in World War II. Yep. And they always win. So I and think th- at some that point... That speaks to the quality of the suit. because it, The not, suit is it, excellent. It's not like you're a Ram guy. It's not like you have no. a Ram bias. It's just that good Scott, a Ram suit. They're prey. <laughs> I, would ne- I would never choose them. No. But they, they are... The suit is fantastic. Scott, you should just make it the podcast cover. But <laughs> forever? Or just I mean at least for this, people need to see how good that fucking Ram costume yeah, is. It's He's really got good. muscles. He does have muscles. The horns look real. Yeah. And the face is what if fantastic. The horns are real. What if those are horns? What if that's a one that's one horny ram. Uh but yeah, I mean look like look at that. Yeah. That's the best. It's great. Every year they win. Every year they win. <laughs> They've won every March Madness since since it started. Oh man, I wonder if they have like face masks for the Ram. I'll get one. <laughs> I want one now. Oh, they got they got. Eh, it's not the same. No. no, I need I need the I need. Does he have a name? I bet you he has a name. He must have a name. Ra- Ramanold. Randy. No, Randy the Ram. It'll never work. I uh, I don't I don't know what his government name is, but I'll find it out. Uh. Rodney the Ram. Okay, I'm alright with that. Reminds it's, me a little bit of Rodney Mac, which I don't like, but I'll it's live. no it's no Nash of the Nashville president. It's no Nash or uh, uh we'll, we'll you know what a special edition podcast will be recorded where we go through the NHL ma- mascots from least fuckable to most fuckable. <laughs> where does uh, where does local boy Finn fit in? Here's Mid- the thing: mid tier. He's unique. He I'll, I'll give him that. Uh, and he, the guy inside the, uh, suit is pretty entertaining. Uh, but I, but again, he, I mean, he's technically a mammal. He's a ma- I was going to say. So he's above, like. He obviously, like, you know, he's on the fish side of things. Yeah. But he's a mammal. He's, I mean, he's above, like. He breathes oxygen. He's above the, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, like, lightning oh, the, bug or whatever the yeah, fuck he fuck is. Off. So, like. And then, you know, there's a bunch of, like, random, just, like, what even is that thing? Yeah. Right? So, he'll be in the top, like, you know... What is that, a Tamagotchi? (laughs) What is that, an Arizona Tamagotchi? (laughs) Arizona Tamagotchis. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he'll be in the top, in the top 15. Like, he'll be in the upper half. Just depends. I mean, he's a top predator, right? Sure. Maybe I should factor in predator ability as well. Food chain? Food chain. Although, yeah, I, we'll, we'll see. Well, you know what? Bad, we'll, we'll break it down. Bad luck for the Minnesota Plankton. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll break it down. And speaking of breaking it down, uh, this is a show very heavy with uh, future DX implications. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of them are on the show, including Mr. Uh, 123Kid and the Roadie. In the road... This was an interesting show. Because it's the uh, it's the last match for two guys, either forever or for a long time. Yeah. 
Yeah, strangely, it is very weird. And and both in the middle of what should have been feuds. <laughs> yep, it's always <laughs> interesting to happen. just end feuds uh, with no payoff. But they're really good at that. Yeah, so they yeah. are excellent at setup, and they are very poor at execution. Yeah, it's the roadies' last WWE match, at least televised. Yeah, uh, for almost a year and a half, and it's Lex Luger's last televised match ever in WWE. In WWF, yeah. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> so um, we get the opening uh, little talk about it's Lawler, Lawler and Vince this month instead of Vince and uh, Michael P.S. Hayes. Uh, Doc's backstage Doc. with a new haircut, which I kind of like. That that is a recurring theme on the show. Everyone got haircuts. So, well, yeah, a, one a one very sad haircut. As they introduce the show, you get Lawler and Vince who are both wearing uh, bolo ties. And what's it called, right? Bolo ties. Yeah, yeah. you're good. Um, Lawler look like Vi- Southern oil men. Southern oil men, which I mean, Vince, I'm sure it, it feels right at home. Yeah. Uh, being a an asshole who's dressed like an asshole. <laughs> uh, Lawler, however, is oh, wearing what a choice a cowboy hat, but he is wearing his crown over top of the cowboy hat. It's a good look. He also informs Vince that the cowboy hat was a gift from Garth Brooks. That's right. Uh, topical, uh, as he was <laughs> sure. very popular at the time. Now, still is a contentious. I guess. I guess, uh, I guess Chris Gaines is more popular now. If you ask my parents, uh, he who's is the still, number one recording he artist is in the world? Still very popular. <laughs> they, they. I remember. I very, very specifically in 1998 when he had like his massive world tour. Mm-hmm. Like it was one of the biggest world tours at the time. I remember my parents going. I remember being at my grandparents' house until they came and picked us up at like midnight. Uh, and I remember, you know, my dad got like the hat and the shirt and everything. Uh, yeah, I very, very specifically remember, I I can even picture the like logo of the, of the show. Uh, I remember that, I remember that and I remember them going to a Vancouver Canucks game when Gretzky was playing here on LA. Ah. I very remember both of those being at my grandparents' house. I remember the, the, the game, uh, my sister and I watched it. And it was no no attention was paid to the game. It was just us trying to see our parents in the crowd. Of course, didn't happen. Of course. Um, uh, so country music and hockey. Did your parents do a third white thing? Um, I mean, my dad owns a pickup truck, and the uh, license plate cover on it has naked ladies. Um, partial credit. Now, let me ask you this. Does he also have a motorcycle? He's not only does he have a motorcycle, he, one time he had two at the same time. You're in. (laughs) He also used to have a dirt bike. You've done it. Well, congratulations guys. I'm white. (laughs) And if I had the choice, I would re-up. Every year. Every year. I would re-up. White is right. Anyways. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we, there was a contentious moment between Scott and I where Lawler had said that it was the first ever Lumberjack match on... T- uh, he, said, he said television or pay-per-view? Maybe just pay-per-view. Maybe just pay-per-view. Yeah. Which neither one which of us could... Which we want re- to think is a lie, but can't think of one that did happen. Like, I feel like Lumberjacks is a very WCW or Crockett thing. Right? They certainly did them. So, uh, to my... In my head, I think... It seems I like think... there would have been one on an 80s Starcade or something. But I don't know. I can't name one off the top of my head. Or if they're just talking about WWF. Like, I mean, yeah. They, they didn't say just WWF, but like that's the only thing that exists in their mind. So. Yeah, that that is fair. And like they're not going to say, like, 
Well, yes, we're doing one, but what you we're doing do. the first one since yeah. Greg Valentine and whoever in 1987. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it like right this second, but it's a tough on the fly find. We'll do some post show. I mean, there's a Reddit thing that's literally what is the origins of a lumberjack match, but uh, I'm not. I don't know if I'll be able to find information just reading through it, but. Yeah. So, yeah, we a little bit of minor contention on whether or not that was a wrestle lie or not. Yeah. Uh classic wrestle lie. A little bit of a little bit of an inside uh joke between our group of friends of uh of wrestle lies yeah. mostly because for I don't know 20 years almost WWE has just been making things just up. Just been lying about Just stuff. saying things for the sake of saying things. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like that's not true. <laughs> that's not even remotely true. Nah. Um but uh, anyways, so yeah, the opener had future uh, Degeneration X best friends. I think what what's your favorite wrestle lie? My, mine is that Triple H gave someone a pedigree on top of the bus in the chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only way to find that out is to watch the chaperone. And no one ever has, which so no one's ever seen. Uh, I don't know if there's if I have a favorite one. There's just so many things that. Michael Cole has said yeah. over the years where you're like, yeah, no, that's... That's a wrestle lie. That is not truth. But, no. yeah, I don't know if I have a... For me, it's always pedigree on the bus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have, a have like, a specific favorite. I'd have to think about it. Um, Big Show's Andre the Giant's son? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that... Does that count? I don't know. It's sort of a wrestle It's just lie. a storyline, though. I that, guess. That's not like, you know, uh, I wrestled in Mexico in front of 100,000 people, or I yeah. helped train The Undertaker. Those are both good wrestle lies. Those are both. From, from the same guy that we from know. From the same piece of he, shit. Who's he's, definitely, fucking, he's fucking stupid. He's definitely going to hear this podcast because he knows how technology He's works. good at computers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what a dumb piece of shit. Absolutely. Uh, anyone who's followed any 3-2-1 battle... Uh, uh, lineage from you know our, our wrestling like the two of us uh, if you ever see results or anything that just say uh, the coach or coach steel or yeah, coach if, it, if you see any coach uh, before we stopped booking him because he was too bad uh, literally a guy who was teaching people that you can do suplexes on either side and it doesn't matter whatever feels good Whatever works for you. And then when somebody tried to give me a right-sided suplex, I literally forced my way into a left-sided like, nope, suplex. Nope, 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 left. Yeah. Um, anyways, so the opener is, like we said, the 123 Kid and the Roadie. Uh, this is hot in the middle of the Roadie, uh, Jeff Jarrett, uh, like Jarrett's big hit single. Uh, with my... I think he called it With My Baby Tonight. Yeah. But I think it's just called... With my baby, t- or just uh, my baby tonight? It's not. I don't know. In in my head, it's with my baby. All right, tonight. fine. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. Um. So, Rody come. Ro- my day working hard on the go, but the hands on the Great. Clock now we're getting sued. Thanks. <laughs> we're getting DMs. We're getting yeah. <laughs> this is getting taken down because Vince McMahon is petty. With my baby Anyways. You know what the good thing is, I just realized, is like when you're being loud or annoying, I can just keep talking and people can probably hear me. That's probably true. Anyways. That's why we need to go back to one mic. <laughs> That's why we need to go back to holding it in our hand between the two of us <laughs> so we can he- both people can be heard. Uh, With so our heads getting closer we, and closer. We got a hot start. Uh, we got the one, two, three kid jumps the, the roadie during his entrance. Like a cheater. Like a cheater. You know what? I think there are some phonies on this show. 
Uh, oh, there were phonies. There's going to be a show. phony later. Yeah. Um, so we get a hot start. Uh, there was a ridiculous slingshot to the floor sidekick by the kid to Rhodey. Yeah, like one of those like ankle breaking ones where you land on one foot because yes, you're kicking the guy. But luckily, the kid weighs under 100 pounds, so there's no weight going on his ankle. And he was fine. And he was perfectly fine. How did Rob Van Dam never break his leg? Uh, weed, bro. I guess weed, weed. makes you actually. What's uh, funny is Robin Dan did break his leg, but not doing that. Not doing that. Yeah, he broke it getting speared. Yes, which is so weird. Yeah, like you, you figure spear your like legs are kicking up, so it'd be very hard for you. To break I, yeah, your I leg. don't even really understand. Unless how. Rhino like, like lands in the leg on it. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, it's not as bad as remember the the Neville one against Jericho, Ugh. where he like slid through his legs and like his leg and got part caught. of his leg didn't oh, go. That was really gross. Yuck. That was a really bad one. Big yuck. Uh, they they constantly cut back and forth to Jarrett in his locker room, like getting dressed and getting prepared, talking to the the background bitches. Because uh, not only is he getting an intercontinental title shot, no, he is the champion. He, oh, he he's is. The, he's the champion going in. Sean so, won it. So last show he right. was champion. Pardon me. He yes. just didn't come to the ring with it. That's for whatever right. Not reason. only is he defending the IC title, he's also doing a concert. He's doing a live performance of his hit single. So, uh, but yeah. So they're cutting back and forth because they make. I think they made a reference to. Well, Jarrett must be backstage watching his roadie wrestle. His roadie have a match. Yeah. And then they keep cutting back. They're like, no, he's not even paying attention. He doesn't give a shit. Um, big, big moment here of uh, Jarrett wearing two different tiger cat prints, which I not a fan of. Tiger on the hat. Tiger hat. Leopard on the pants. Leopard pants. I don't. I don't care for this. Pick a lane, buddy. I mean, to be fair, the leopard print one was in tiger colors. You know what? It was. So at least the colors It was like matched. orange leopard. Yeah, which is bizarre. Yeah. Um, so... Good eye, though. <laughs> at some point during the commentary, Jarrett um, Lawler makes a reference to Tom Arnold's marriage and how long it will last. And so we were like, uh, what? Did he... Like, is he married to Roseanne around this time? No. We had to look. He's remarried. He's remarried, but... It just brought up the argument of, or not even argument, discussion of, imagine being into Roseanne imagine Barr in the 80s and 90s. Marrying Roseanne Barr at her, on purpose. At her fattest, with her bull dyke <laughs> haircut. At her fattest and shortest hair. <laughs> and just being like, yeah, that's who I'm sexually attracted to. Like national anthem Roseanne. Oh my god. That is, I want to. I want to fuck that. National anthem, Roseanne I is mean, amazing. <laughs> Tom Arnold was a severe cocaine addict. Yeah, absolutely. And, so, and also, it's not like Tom is exactly like a looker himself. No, he's not but, a gorgeous man. But when your options are like Roseanne or anyone under three hundred pounds, <laughs> I think you have options. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, the match. The match was actually pretty good Wasn't, not bad you know it, like pretty fast paced and they were doing a lot of stuff that for you know 1995 wwf yeah. uh was wasn't being done by anyone else especially if, if i gave you 150 guesses how about as, 150 kisses <laughs> as to what the finishing move of this match would be would you have guessed top rope pile driver? One forty seven would have been my guess for top rope pile driver. What? Literally, top, second Are rope you pile talking driver. Talking about 
That is in 1995. Yeah. That's crazy. But to be fair, if you're going to do that move with anyone, you're going to do it to the one, two, three kid. Kid is the guy to do it to. Because Waltman 100%. is tiny. Yeah. And he's also like a really solid worker. Yeah. And he also S- likes the uh, the uh, Japanese moves. Oh, uh, he does like the Japanese moves. But I mean, I'll, 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 the good side of it too, or the, I guess safe bit of it is like uh, you guys watch a lot of those uh, Japanese tapes like those Japs <laughs> tapes uh Rody does land on his feet before they hit oh yeah he does it real yeah, safe it's and not, it's not like nah. crazy look but at the end of the day it's a 1995 WWF yeah second rope pile driver yeah that that it, it, both of us were just like whoa yeah like that's crazy. Rody pins him clean pins him, now if you thought and a leaves second, for a year and a half it, yeah and if but if you thought the second rope pile driver was going to be the best thing the roadie did tonight. Nope. You are mistaken. As soon as the match finishes, as soon as the one, two, three, and he does his little like road dog dancey shaky business, he, do, he, he does, walks he does some up hip, some hip hopping. He does some hip hopping. He walks up the ramp to where to all the of stage. the all of the musical equipment is set up and starts doing his roadie job because everyone has a second job what a goddamn professional Most like not as a wrestler as a as a roadie yes how did he not get in kayfabe standards how did somebody else not immediately hire him as the roadie Right? Yeah, like yeah. Van Halen calling, they want the roadie. Like, <laughs> like this guy just worked a whole match, won, and then didn't miss a goddamn beat, goes and does a mic check, checks the... Check it in with the band. Checks the guitars. Like, yeah, Big Al, who we learned <laughs> later, his name is Big Al. Who's a, he's, a, he's chatty. He's chatty. Um, so from here, we go to the back, we get a million dollar corporation promo, which the first RIP of the show... Todd Pettengale's gorgeous, gorgeous flowing mullet. Yeah, between May, May and July 95, they like put on some sort of mullet embargo. I guess. Or just, everyone had to get haircuts. Yeah, they just wanted people to look more fashionable for the 90s. You know, the most fashionable era of wrestling. Absolutely. Of, and of like society. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that being said, like mullets were wildly out of date already in 1995. Absolutely. Tell like, it to Sean. Sean's got a big ass one. Later. He does. But like wrestling is always like five to ten years behind any trend. Yeah, it, yeah. They they they've honestly always never re- uh, had their finger on like what's popular. Yeah. You know, like let's create a character for based off of something that no one cares about anymore. A garbage man. <laughs> a garbage man. Or, a, a, or a, a big fat guy who likes to eat. Or a half man, half tar. Oh, a man tar. A man tar. Uh, so yeah, Million Dollar Corporation promo. It's uh, it's just the a real congregation of, uh, we have a bunch of heels. Yeah. We have nothing for them to do. It's quite a ragtag bunch. You guys bunch. are on a team. Uh, you got... King Kong Bundy, who's literally a walking, talking human egg. <laughs> is an egg. He, he is as wide and circular as he is tall. He was born an egg, he'll die an he'll egg. He'll die an egg. Uh, R.I.P.? I don't think so. I don't know. I think he died recently. No, oh, did he? I, I feel like he might have. The egg cracked? The egg. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Uh, March 2019. Damn. He was only 63. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's another one of those guys. I, I mean, that's going to come up later of guys that are way younger than you think they yeah. are. Oh, yeah, it is. 
I remember when he was on Married with Children because his name was Bundy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he died of complications from the diabetes. Damn. Man, diabetes got uh, fucking King Kong Bundy and Kamala in a very short period yeah, of time. Yeah, some of our best men. Ugh. Taking some of our best fat guys from the our 80s best, and 90s. Our best big boys. Uh, but yeah, the Windows Corporation is a real, like, uh, well, I guess you guys are on this team now, because it's like, comma, a supreme fighting machine, egg <laughs> King Excuse Kong me, Bundy. Drew. He's the supreme fighting machine. What did I call him? You said, a supreme oh. fighting machine. <laughs> like you were describing him. Comma, so he's like a supreme fighting machine. <laughs> yeah, he's and, a supreme fighting machine. And then King Kong Bundy, who's an egg. <laughs> who's a, a human egg. You got, uh, as we noted last episode, a real um, real American native uh, Tatanka. And yeah. IRS who's there, but I don't think wrestles anymore. I don't, yeah, I can't think of him really doing anything uh, after, Money like, 92, <laughs> really. Yeah. Maybe he did stuff sporadically, but, yeah, I feel like he's mostly done. Oh, well, until he comes back and... <laughs> in 99 WCW. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like he does a lot in... Oh, I, I said earlier in WCW, VK Wall Street. VK Wall Street. I love the amount of times people have made... Just petty name Petty name things. jokes at Vince McMahon. VK Wall Street. The Voodoo Vincent, Kin Mafia. Voodoo Kin Mafia. Virgil. So, where are we? We are... Hey... Huh? Sorry? Is, I was just saying 95. Yeah. Is he wrestling? Uh, Scott, he is done. We will never see IRS on WWE TV again. I didn't think so. Until the uh, 15th anniversary of Raw Battle Royal. What is that? What is that? 2008? 2007. What? 15th anniversary Battle Royal. But the... December 10th, 2007. Okay. It's, I guess it's almost the 15th. Whatever. It really should be January... 11th um, uh, 2008 I do believe maybe uh, he his last he wrestled Sean on Raw in June okay and that was, was he was he like full time up to June uh, or it looks like he was doing just like house, house shows. shows and they did a European tour where he just wrestled Sean every night okay. he did a Raw in May he did a Raw in January it was kind of uh, He did, yeah. I mean, he was on R Rumble 95. He wrestled The Undertaker. Oh, he did! But other than that, like, That's even, right. even before that, it was just a bunch, of a bunch of house shows. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess he was working frequent enough, but not on television. Yeah. Because, yeah, even if you do, like, television stuff, 5 in 95 and... A dozen in '94, yeah, and then oh no, I guess a lot more in '94, and then okay. a bunch in '93. So yeah, up until '95, he was pretty frequent, and then '95 sort of trailed off, and then yeah, um, see ya, see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya, but then he he's in WCW in 2000, yeah, because we saw him on a Nitro Varsity Club, Varsity Club, and then it looks like he's holy Th shit, just all Japan. Yeah, he was in all Japan for like three years. Yep, that's crazy. I know. Well, good for him. Good for him. I like his kid. Which one? The... The fat one or the skinny one? Bo. Okay, the fat like... one or the not as fat one? I like Bo. You're a big, <laughs> you're a big Bo Dallas guy? B-team. Uh, you know what? B-team, not so much. Social outcasts. 
That, you know what? That's Social Outcasts where, is where his money was yeah. at. If you can name all four, I'll give you all the money in my uh, pocket, which is $12,000. Adam Rose. Oh, Cur- pro- Curtis Axel. Oh, you're probably going to get it. I, I rescind the offer. Heath Slater. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> And Modales. Yeah, I think that's them. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I think I owe you 12 grand. Uh, well, I will take it in kisses. Okay. You know what? I'll take it in rim jobs. All right. That's half a rim job. I give very expensive rim jobs. You lick the top, but not the bottom. Exactly. You get, you get top hole only. Oh, I do like a top hole. Another only twelve rim G's job. for the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the good thing about top only is you can just uh, press your nose against my butt cheek, and you won't have to smell anything. <laughs> yeah, that is the bonus. Uh, anyways, so that's yeah. So then, then we cut to the uh, the face side. Uh, where the baby faces are all talking about their promo because uh, uh, the main event tonight is a lumberjack match between Sid and Diesel. So all of the uh, bad guys were paid off by DiBiase. Yeah. And uh, the faces were all offered money and are this is but them... This is them being, being mad about being offered the money. Too much integrity to take it. Uh, but we, we noted kind of that it's like the weakest group of faces you could have. I don't think they should have had a lumberjack match with 30 lumberjacks because it kind of exposes one of the shallowest rosters in wrestling it, history. It, honestly, it really, really does. It, Who are it, the stars on this show? Diesel, Sean, I guess Sid. I think that's it. I mean, if you want to go by actual stars, absolutely. That is it. Yeah. And then Brett's not on. Brett, Taker's not on. not on. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. Yeah. And, and like, in terms of like, yeah, not even this show, but the whole roster, add Brett and Taker. That's everyone. Yeah. Th- those are all the stars. Uh, well, at this very current moment, they are attempting to make Bam Bam, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just like a really week of like Adam Bomb and Man Mountain Rock and who we like Techno Team Two Thousand and Billy and Bart because Man Mountain Rock is in our favorite match. <laughs> That's true. He is in our favorite match. Um, if y'all haven't seen Cactus Jack and Max Payne versus the Nasty Boys, uh, from uh, Spring Stampede ninety four or the or no Stampede Slamboree Slamboree is the good one yeah Slamboree is the Stampede's Kevin Sullivan Slamboree is the bap bap and the falling off the <laughs> uh, the other one is just like a brawl and they go up to like where the right uh, the merchandise and stuff is and it's yeah that one's not as good the other yeah. one is excellent yeah Slamboree yeah, Slamboree check it out. yeah so uh, check it out on Peacock baby next one is the Do you think Peacock's gonna work. I bet it's going to be a disaster. It doesn't even it. matter, Scott. It's about the money. It's not about distribution. Like, Actually, oh, they when, don't. They don't care if. When people... does this air? I, does this air the day of the Peacock transfer? Oh my god! Maybe oh, I we're think on it does. Peacock. Are we going to be on? Peacock? Are we on Peacock? We're on Peacock. Everybody, you can listen to the podcast live on Peacock. Uh, do we get it in Canada? I guess not. It no, it's just U.S. Yeah, because we, because the all, network is going to stay in every other country but the yeah, U.S. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was going to say that there's probably different distribution in Canada as far as yeah. who owns the rights to broadcast yeah, and things exactly. and stuff. Yeah, and also the WWE Network here is still a, an, an a, a, a a channel. actual channel. Um, but yeah, so we'll be live on Peacock. Anyways, Peacock's not going to work because number one, they, like they don't care if you watch their back catalog. Like, it's not like they no. get any benefit from you being able to watch things from, like, the 80s and the 90s. And, like, like they're, they're, literally there is no benefit to them actually having a, a streaming service. Yeah. It's just the fact that NBC bought the whole thing. For 
way too much money. There's a lot of that going around though, because like something else, I don't maybe way sp- too much. Maybe sports related. Yeah, because NBC Sports isn't a thing anymore. Like they're getting rid of NBC Sports. Right. So ESPN stepped in and bought um, like distribution rights for the NHL. Yeah. But the thing is, the NHL's ratings on NBC have been like very slowly declining over yeah. the last few years. Not to the point where it goes from like you know three hundred thousand to two hundred thousand to one hundred thousand. Yeah. But it's like you know they're losing five to eight percent a year. Yeah. But ESPN was like, "What? Fuck it! You want five hundred million dollars or whatever? I don't, I don't remember what it actually was. But like, here, we'll we'll give you way more money than you earn because yeah. we need to put things on our we network. We need content. Let me see if I can find it up real quick. Uh, they currently pay a hundred million to the NHL annually for digital and streaming rights." Uh, seven year multimedia rights agreement, uh, worth $2 billion. There you go. So the, so ESPN bought the NHL rights for $2 billion for the, what, fifth or sixth or seventh most popular sport in America. Yeah. And that's assuming that you're including, uh, fucking NASCAR as a sport. Uh, you're driving and turning left. How is that a sport? (laughs) Uh, P.S. NASCAR is for fags. Um, Formula One. Formula One is cool. That's where the class acts are at. Absolutely. Except for mm. if you're. Oh, <laughs> goddamn <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, he didn't go through the right channel. The guy son. who told on Senna. Oh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, 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 come on, give me his fucking. Is it French? Uh, yes. I feel like French people are cowards. Elaine Prost. Prost. Prost, you fucking bitch. Uh, if Senna didn't go through the turnoff, he went through the thing, so he doesn't win. The wrong driver died. (laughs) What a bitch. Uh, If you haven't seen Senna from 2010, uh, you should watch it. It's fantastic. It made my top ten. It made my top ten as well. That's exciting. Uh, so next up, we've got the newly minted King of the Ring... King Mabel and his uh, side chick, Sir Mo. <laughs> his side piece. Side Sir piece, Mo. Sir Mo. Mabel, uh, good King of the Ring or best King of the Mabel, Ring? Mabel, maybe the greatest King of the Ring. He could be Emperor of the Ring. Mm. He could be. Hirohito. <laughs> he could be Emperor Hirohito of the Yo. Ring. Yo. <laughs> uh, Mabel and. Hiro- and I'm tra- now I'm trying to figure out Black Hirohito. Give me a minute. <laughs> Hero, hey yo! No, that, that that'd be that'd be a razor with your you know. Hero, hey yo! <laughs> uh, hey, I'll come but, back to it. Yeah, uh, we we won't. Uh, so King Mo and uh, King Mo, King Mabel and Sir Mo. I got it. Br- Negro Hito. <laughs> I can't believe that took you so long. I knew, look, <laughs> it's not always gonna come instantly, but it's gonna come. That's what she said. Ah. <laughs> uh, King Mabel. You thought I wasn't going to... I'm going to talk about this for a while. <laughs> I, I, I just thought you would just give up on it and hope that no nah, one would remember nah, that you said nah, that nah, you were nah, going to... Nah. I, I was going to... <laughs> oh my God. I was going to ignore everything you were saying until I thought of something. That sounds so about right. It, it's good it happened now. Okay, so we're back. So who's who's wrestling? Sounds about right. Uh, about. King Mabel and Sir Mo versus Razor Ramon and Savio Vega. Savio, ah. of course, made the save for his butt buddy Razor... Last pay-per-view. Well, it's because they're, they're good Caribbean boys. They're Caribbean boys. Cuban and Puerto Rican. And that other almost Caribbean boy, Aldo Montoya. 
Yes. Uh, because the Portuguese uh, founded Brazil, and that counts. Um, and Brazil's on the Caribbean. It is, but it's not the it's same. A, it's a bit of a it's track. It's not an island. It is not. I mean, America is an island. Uh-huh. It's just a big one. Uh-huh. It's the, it's the second biggest island. Mm-hmm. There... Eurasia, Africa is the biggest <laughs> island, <laughs> and America is the second. I mean, um, America's is the second. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, poor Australia. The yeah, third biggest at best. No, fourth. Was, oh, Antarctica. Antarctica. Antarctica might be number one. I guess. Oh wait, is it? Uh, no, I think I think Eurasia, Africa. Well, Russia's massive. Yeah. So okay, so Eurasia, Africa one. I couldn't tell you what's bigger between America and. Antarctica, though, you know what? You know what's bigger than America? Canada. Yes. Uh, what's bigger than the United States? Or I'm talking about America, the double continent, North and South. Oh, like South. I'm from South Central America. You know, like Peru and shit. Well, th- th- this is what. That's Antarctica. That's Antarctica with oh, the, versus with the, United, the with the United States over. So okay, so the Americas are much bigger than Antarctica. Yeah. Antarctica versus Australia, Antarctica would be bigger. Uh, yes. Australia's not as big as the U.S., question mark? Um, I like how this is just geography class now. I'm into it. You know it. what? I like this stuff, though. I'm fine. Oh, um, you know what? It's pretty close. Yeah? Like, this is Australia. I know you yeah. can't really see because it it's not big. Right? Okay. That's Australia. Wow, so Australia's, like, almost exactly the same as and, the U.S. And that's USA, so... I, I, Australia, Australia might be bigger. bigger in no, I think Australia just fits better it into... It does fit more nicely into yeah. Antarctica. Although, like, it goes pretty high. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like it's got a little more coverage. Right? I think I think Australia is bigger than the United States. Oh, my God. Are we good? Okay, I'll look it up. Land, it, land area. Australia land area versus U.S. What do we got? Um, oh, it's real close. That's real close. I think USA is bigger. USA, like, okay. It goes like all this part. Yeah. Right? And then this is yeah. So USA is bigger. But, uh you got lucky. And like if US. you if you put Alaska, that covers that. So you and got ho- fucking ho- lucky. Hawaii US. covers Florida. Once so. uh once the West Coast secedes and becomes like a cool country and the rest of you go fuck yourselves. Uh you're once out. once British Columbia, Washington, Oregon, California become Cascadia or some gay shit. Yeah. Uh, that'll happen. Yeah, we West Coast boys, we Westies. We Westies, West Coast for life. Um, back to the wrestling. Oh yeah. Uh, mad respect to Savio Vega for always being fat, always but being always being fat. awesome. He's a good guy. Like never bothered to try and get in shape. No. Uh, because he was a pretty good wrestler. Yeah. He had so, like he had like big arms, but he was always fat. It's a it's a it's a real Kevin Steen situation. Like <laughs> you don't have to be in good shape if, if you're, you're really the, good. If you're the best guy on the show. Yeah. And in Puerto Rico, he was one of the best guys on for the sure. show. Yeah, just so. be just be fat and good. That's um, kind of been my mantra for a number of years. One one of the funny comments uh, that Lawler made on commentary was during the intro. So Razor comes out with his ribs taped up. Yep. With like what looks like a giant band aid or diaper. It appears to be a flesh colored cummerbund. Um, but Razor immediately takes it off and throws it in Mabel's face because Mabel had attacked him on Raw. And because Razor's a phony. So then we said, Razor's a phony. Just like Brett last time. Just like Brett last time. But uh, what Lawler says on commentary <laughs> is that if brains were sunshine, Razor would be a snowstorm. We thought that was pretty cute. Uh, so we start off the match with uh, Ra- Razor and Moe, to which Scott commented on the size of King of Sir Moe's dumper. He's got a big butt. He got a big old butt. <laughs> Um, 
Then Lawler calls Savio a Chevy Vega. Which made me laugh. Which made Scott and laugh. also, I think it was the car my mom was driving at the time of my birth. So you, you were conceived in a Chevy Vega. I might have been conceived in a Chevy Vega. Interesting. I, I, think, I think it went Chevy Vega, Nissan Multi. Okay. Uh, Range Rover. B- decent step up from Nissan Multi to Range Rover. Yeah. Uh, Infinity QX4. And then uh, borrowing my car <laughs> after that. Uh, Scott, I hate to be the one to tell you this. Yeah. Uh, cars are fags. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so we get... Uh, at this point, I had said to Scott, looking at Sir Mo, I bet you he looks like he's in his 40s. Yeah. But so, we both said, we also bet he's not. But we also said, I like I said, I bet you he's younger than you to Scott. Yeah. Um, so I checked. He's Sir Mo in 1995 you. is younger than I am currently at 31 years of age. And then we said, well, Mabel is much younger than him. Yeah. Mabel is 24 Mabel's in 1995. Child. He's a little boy. That is crazy. He's a 568 pound little, little boy. Little boy. <laughs> little itty bitty baby. That is bananas. Yeah. <laughs> My brain hurts. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, One thing that I noticed from last pay-per-view and this pay-per-view is Mabel really struggles with where the hard cam is. Yeah, uh, a lot of back to the cam. Like kind maybe of stuff. maybe they're not as hard on it then as they are like not you know as hard even like hard hard about it. Um, in you know like even like ten years from this point, we're like it's very important to be hard cam. You're which, fired if you're not. Yeah, which making eye contact with the hard cam. You're always taught in wrestling that hard cam is important, but like for him, it's like you 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 snap mirror the guy wherever he is in the ring and then you do this the, the move you're doing and it doesn't matter which way and you're facing come what may so yeah he really struggles with that um at one point while mabel's got savio down lawler says on commentary that razor is speaking spanish to savio and that's not fair <laughs> it's basically cheating <laughs> yeah which is funny because i don't think he is i think razor's speaking english to him yeah and jerry lawler's just a racist <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Scott Hall speaks Spanish. I mean, he in kayfabe, he's supposed to be Cuban. I know, but... In real life, he's Italian, question mark? Even in kayfabe, e- either you or the character have to know Spanish, and I don't think he knows Spanish. Scott, what did Jerry Lawler do to that 13-year-old girl? He raped her. Oh. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, so at some point uh sermo gets savio down and he starts climbing to the top rope and we're like where are you going yeah, what's Mo? your plan friend so he he very cautiously struggles to get to the top rope like he goes at one point going up with his knee yeah like when he gets the top rope one foot goes up yeah. and then the second leg goes Doesn't, knee to buckle yeah. grab the buckle yeah, then like, oh, stand up we're like this can't go well uh, however, he then uh, fulfills our every uh, desires by doing a rounding off Terry Funk style moonsault yep. to nothing. Yeah, I, w- I was not expecting a fat guy moonsault and a top rope pile driver on this show. Yeah. 95 WWE, shockingly it's ahead of its It's surprisingly time. pretty good. Um, so he misses the salt, get, gets the hot tag to, to Razor. Uh, then Mabel decides to go up top. 
And we're like, for what? Now what are you what doing? What are you going to do off the top other than get hurt? Yeah. Uh, but Razor cuts him off and gives him the old, like, flare toss off the top. Yeah. Which Mabel surprisingly Looked takes good. a really good like flip bump A good off. somersault. Yeah, really yep. good somersault. Respect. Um, but then <laughs> Mabel grabs Razor to give him a belly oh, to belly. My God. And it was like... It was like twisting and turning were not in uh, Mabel's moveset. No, he just started going back. It we're looked like, like you he have was, to turn. It looked like he was picking him up and just falling straight to his back. Yeah. But at some point, he managed to turn. Last <laughs> minute, like, the, the last moment that physics would allow. Yes. So, and that was the finish. Yeah. Surprisingly. So, uh, I mean, I guess entertaining. Not great, but entertaining. Just, yeah, it was all right. Uh, we also looked up that Sir Mo has wrestled a more recent match than, than both Scott or myself, of us. which is very sad. He uh, wrestled the day after Scott's my last most match. recent match. Yeah. Uh, so then backstage, we get the Wonder Day Kid and the Roadie on uh, picture in picture or side by side split screen on the hotline phones in the back, where Rhodey appears to be talking to Gorilla Monsoon, or at least he says Gorilla. Yeah. And then we're like, so did somebody call in and their name is Gorilla? Their name is Gorilla. Or he's talking to a Gorilla? Or that's just Jesse's, like, colloquial name for you, like, Chief or Buddy? Just or like, hey, gorilla. he's talking to a black guy and he's calling him a Gorilla? Are you saying uh, a, a guy from a racist family from the South might be being racist? <laughs> I don't know. Is their family racist? I feel like Bullet Bob's probably was a pretty cool guy. I'm sh- look. They're all cool. <laughs> I'm just saying they're also probably racist. A number of them wrestled in the Confederate flag. That is fair. That is fair. <laughs> I mean, not all of us have wrestled in a two Confederate flags sewn together as a poncho we- made by a homosexual man. <laughs> The the irony on that will never uh, be that lost. Is, that is just a real <laughs> chef's kiss right there. So several years ago at our Halloween show when everybody <laughs> dressed up, uh, myself and my faction of bad guys uh, decided that we were going to dress as the Freebirds, except all of us were Michael P.S. Hayes. <laughs> so we all wore like blonde wigs with like... Uh, just like, you know, generic looking Freebird gear. However, I decided that I wanted to get for a pair of red tights with the stars and bars sewn on the back. And I, on uh, Amazon, ordered two full-sized Confederate flags. That's in your purchases. And the, uh, no, because it was Amazon.com nice. and not Amazon.ca, so American. it doesn't show up at all. Gotcha. Um, and I got it delivered to Steve, so it's lo- it looks like Steve ordered Confederate flags, which makes sense. He's from the Tennessee. The guy from Tennessee? Um, I think you're safe. And so I had uh, the uh, Jordan, who makes the gear for uh, made the gear for a lot of the 321 battle people, and uh, presumably will be making more gear for Scott and I when wrestling happens. Uh, I've already ordered it. He's just being slow. Well, Jordan, get on it. Scott, I, I want uh, my Zootopia gear now. I hate to be I don't even the bearer of bad news. To wrestle in it, I just want oh, okay. to wear it around. Then I don't have to bear bad news to you. Because I was, was going to say, oh, we're not going to be wrestling until 2022. No, no, no. I'm aware of that. I just want to wear it to bed. 
you just want to be able to watch Zootopia wearing the gear and then like point and, and point then at do, the TV and then as do if the, they do, can see you and do the Leonardo DiCaprio point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 me. That's you. Oh my god, I got the same thing. Yeah, yes, that's just what you want to do. I want to do that. So I is that so wrong? I got an openly gay man <laughs> to sew two Confederate flags together <laughs> to make a poncho. Yep, and then I wore it to the ring. <laughs> Um, I believe I lost that match, uh, and then afterwards, noted 3-2-1 battle reigning Solid Steel champion Jimmy Flame nope. asked me if what I was going to do with the gear, <laughs> and I said, well, I'm never going to wear it again. Uh, like, I don't know, never wear it again. So he said, can I have it? And he now currently has my stars and bars huggers. Good for him. So, a man who lives the gimmick. And by lives the gimmick, I mean is probably a racist. And child molester. He's on the lamb for um, child molestation. So... Yeah, so we're we're uh, backstage again, and now we got Todd Pettengale uh, talking. Oh no, sorry, not backstage. Todd Pettengale has come out and is on the performing stage for Jeff Jarrett, uh, <laughs> where he's talking to the backup singers, and then he goes over and talks to the guitarist, who we find out his name is Big, Big Al, Al, and he asks how uh, Big Al's doing, and he says good, <laughs> and we're like, ah, Big Al, Big Talker, <laughs> Big Talking Al. Uh, he then wants to do like he's like oh I've always wanted to do this so he goes to the guitar the drummer and he goes like ba 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 and then the drummer does like the da, 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 you know goes along with the beat and so I'm like is this Todd Pattengill attempting to scat drums <laughs> yeah Todd was real psyched about there just being drums around T- Todd was uh, was a few years ahead of ska and the Brian <laughs> Setzer Orchestra making their return. Uh, I, I didn't have that album, but I feel like I borrowed it from someone and listened to it way too much. <laughs> I don't know why we thought Swing and Ska were popular things, but... Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think I had... I think the only Swing I had would have been on, like, compilation CDs. I believe it was on a I think, like, Now. Zo- yeah, I'm sure, like, Zoot Suit Riot made yeah. it onto a Now. Grapefruit Diet. Grapefruit Diet. diet. I'm sure, uh, like, a... a Big Bad Voodoo Daddy might have made it on Maybe. to Maybe. something. How come they're all daddies? Cherry Poppin' Daddies, Big Bad Voodoo Ooh. Daddy. I like the idea of a group who's calling themselves the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Yeah. It's very incestuous rape <laughs> to me. Yeah. That was Zutsu Riot, right? Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I did own uh, some ska, though. I own... Let's uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I had I had some real big fish for sure. Real big fish rules. Yeah, yeah. Real big fish is great. Yeah, and, I mean uh, baseball got me under real big. Fish. And uh, I don't know what are what are bouncing souls? Do they count? No. What are they? They're a little more. They're like punky. They're closer to punk. Yeah, whatever. It's all the same. It's all garbage music we listened to when we were kids. <laughs> what if I told you the Cherry Pop and Daddy's put an album out in 2019? I would buy it. Uh yeah. Zoot, Zoot Suit Riot is Cherry Pop and Daddy's. Yeah. Man, they put out. Yeah, look at them. Good for the. Good for them. <laughs> I'm glad they're still making music and they're living their dreams and they're happy. Yeah. I think we're going to listen to some. <laughs> After the podcast is over, we're going to listen to some. Uh, did you know that their lead singer's name is Steve Perry? Not that Steve Perry. Although that would be I fucking rad. did not know that. That is interesting. Um, all right. Anyways, so we're back uh, to the back where I guess this was where the faces did their big promo. The yeah. first one was just Diesel and Sean. But this one is like, 
you know, they're like, hey, man, Mountain Rock, how much money did D- Ted DiBiase offer you to be on his team? He's like, you ten $10 billion. I told him to go fuck himself. Uh, I, like, they're like, I bet you could buy a bunch of new guitars with that. And he's like, I don't want his dirty money. No, Ted DiBiase got nothing but dirty money. Uh, and then they talk to, uh, you know, noted big time babyface Bam Bam Bigelow, yep. who uh, threatens to drag Sid out of the ring and light him on Sit fire. Him on fire. He wants to kill him. (laughs) I wasn't ready for that threat. Uh, So next up is now we get the roadies back on the stage. He introduces Jeff Jarrett, who comes out to do his performance. But of course, before he does his promo, uh, his performance, Jeff Jarrett has to be annoying as fuck. Of course. Because he's awful. (laughs) Uh, So he just like talks. Or is he? Well, we'll find out later. So he like he just talks forever. He comes out and yeah. is just like strutting and talking, and like no one cares. None of it's important. Like it's it's literally just ah, the pay per not running long enough. I don't know. Let's just let Jarrett go talk for a while. So he does his performance. Whatever. I I had said to Scott. I'm pretty sure at some point in my life I could. Uh, sing the song word for word. It was on one of the WWF albums. Yeah. Uh, so I, I obviously listened to it a bunch. I mean, 1995, I was nine years old. So for me, it was like the only good music is wrestling themes. Could have been WWF The Music Volume 1. I have it somewhere in this house. I haven't sold it. So it's, yeah, it's around. It could be that. I didn't have Volume 1. I had a two or a three. Maybe two. I had every single one. Including anthology. Oh, you did. You you went uh, you went a little further than me. Well, and I respect that. I hate myself and <laughs> my life. And after this podcast, I will be killing myself. Okay. Uh, so you will not hear me ever again. But I, but I will continue it on using both microphones for myself. You you will replace me in a real curly shemp situation. <laughs> Where you will just find someone else to do the exact same thing I'm doing, but it, it irregardless of how good or bad they are, irregardless, you're irretardless. You're, you're, you're <laughs> they're just going to find a spot, uh, like, hey, just do this. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Good or bad, do it. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, so he does his promo or does his performance, whatever. Uh, then we get a SummerSlam promo. Uh, the only note I it, wrote it's is... It's an interesting thing they're doing with, like, his performance, because, like, it's clearly lip-synced, but the crowd doesn't know it's lip-synced. He does a good job of covering his mouth. Yeah. Like, he's... he's The microphone is angled properly, or he does a lot of hand gestures yeah. that are, like, and, like when in you, front of his face, When or... you do see his mouth, it matches. Like, he learned the yeah, words. Yeah, he learned the words, for sure. But, like, I don't know. The crowd was probably, like, pretty far away... And in and, Nashville and, and retarded. I yeah. I also think from what I could hear because when he came out to do the performance, the girl with the violin was playing his like regular theme. Uh huh. It wasn't piped in. Yeah. So my thoughts were that one of two things: one, the band was playing live and they were piping in the singing, uh-huh. or Road Dog was off camera. Uh. Singing, singing live while they were playing right like because it, it definitely sounded like it a sounded live like, performance yeah so the backup singers sounded live yeah so I, I would imagine that it was probably just road dog off camera singing yeah like either behind the curtain or off the stage or whatever would have been very funny if it didn't work absolutely absolutely um so yeah we get a SummerSlam promo 
like just you know a package building up to the show with a bunch of diesel stuff and it was just like i'm like the whole promo was just about diesel being hot yeah the, the literally the only note i wrote was diesel fucks in yeah. all cap caps that's like, all it was but the thing is like i think from what i've heard like diesel like nash never really like cheated on his wife which is crazy like he was like uh, like a guy who legitimately probably could have gotten maybe the most poon of anyone yeah, if, in the 90s if in WCW. anyone should have cheated on their wife yeah <laughs> it was him but yeah i guess it sounds like he was just a kind of a boozer and kind of a drug druggy but like never really cheated on his wife eating a little korean i mean eating ain't cheating <laughs> you know what you got me there eating ain't cheating <laughs> uh so then we, after the promo, we got Pettengale who's in the crowd and he's sort of just like asking the crowd about what they thought about Jared's performance. And most of them are like, he's queer, he's gay. That but was terrible. But some were like, it was pretty good. Like, oh, he's pretty great. He's pretty great. Well, he's pretty great later on. Yep. So the next match now we got uh, Henry O. Godwin, Hog, Hog. Uh, against the uh, newly pushed babyface Bam Bam Bigelow. Well, they're still making good on their promise to give him a big like main event babyface push after losing to non-wrestler Lawrence Taylor in the main event of this year's WrestleMania and yeah. they're like look you do this and then you're going to the moon baby and Shawn Michaels and his friends absolutely will not fuck you over and you'll be gone in 6 months. It's it's a little That's in- our promise. It's a little interesting to see how little of a I don't penis. Want... Micro penis? Because, <laughs> um, like, you know, T- Taker, for years, was the locker room leader. Like, he was the guy. Yeah. But even at this point, he's been around for five years. Right? Yep. So, you'd think he would have, I don't know, a little bit more pull, or maybe he just didn't want conflict. Because, like, Bam Bam's his guy. Like, he, he him and Bam Bam were, like, yeah. bros. Like if the uh, BSK had existed then, I think it. it did I guess it was. 95. It was probably the start of it, right? Yeah, it is just because the Godwins and Fatu Savio, and Savio and Yoko. Godfather and Yoko and stuff. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. But you'd think that he would have a little bit more pull at that point, right? Yeah. Because I mean, he's been around longer than Diesel. Yeah, it might have. Yeah. But maybe he just didn't want the, didn't want the a, politics and the bullshit. Didn't want and, the trouble because it would have been a giant hassle. Yeah. But I mean, when, when there's like, other guys actively just gotta eat this. <laughs> actively trying to fuck over your friend, yeah, you'd think that maybe you'd step in a little bit more. I would, I would love to hear Taker give a real, honest answer to a lot of that stuff. Yeah, as opposed, well, he to, did finally, he did finally answer the like the quote unquote urban legend of Sean's last match. Yeah, at Mania, like. Like, were you actually backstage taping up your fist, getting like ready getting to, ready to kick Sean's yeah. ass if he didn't yeah. do business? And for for a long time, he was like, "Oh, ha ha ha!" Yeah. And but then, like, pretty recently, he was like, "Yeah, I hundred percent, yeah, I yeah. legit was." Yeah. He he was ready to walk out there, drag Sean back in the ring, beat the shit out of him, and let Austin pin him. Yeah. Yeah. Which, oh my god, I wish how how amazing. I wish that that had happened. I wish that the Tommy Dreamer murder suicide had happened. <laughs> we could have had a couple of real interesting WrestleManias. I wish like, that uh, murder suicide would have ended professional wrestling. Yeah. Professional wrestling would have been right? over. Yeah, a hundred percent. 
the the murder suicide is a Tommy Dreamer related thing where he revealed that after ECW went out of business, he was so depressed and sad and just like his life was over that he had planned on jumping the barricade at WrestleMania and murdering Paul Heyman on commentary and then killing himself immediately. <laughs> Fucking nuts. <laughs> But I like that would have ended wrestling. Wrestling would have been dead after that. I hope he would have waited until late in the show because Mania Seventeen was a really good Mania show. Mania Seventeen was really good. Yeah. Hopefully, waited until like after Rock and Austin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, Bam Bam comes out. He's got awesome new like you know nineties yes. awesome uh, entrance gear of he, like he legit looks like a Dragon Ball big character. black or big uh, flamey gauntlets on both arms like bit like huge not yeah. just like skin tight but like like big fat ones that look really cool and like an entrance an sort entrance of vest vest with flames around the neck kind of a little bit Ultimo Dragony because the flames yeah. come out of the shoulders a bit yeah yeah it, it was pretty cool it was sick. I, I was like dude keep this just, on just wrestle on that uh, he came out to weird music. Like, yeah, it wasn't the regular bam, music. bam. Like, it was, like, just yeah. some kind of, like, rocky rock music. Wasn't sort of into like. it. Yeah, it sucked. Wasn't feeling it. Um, And then I made a note that just, like, how of a weird investment it was into Bam Bam. Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'd said it was the payoff of, like, you lose to Lawrence Taylor. We'll give you some cool entrance gear and you can beat some guys on in your houses. Um, Yeah, it was a weird finish, I, I thought. It was a... Uh, Henry O goes for a finish. knee drop off the second, uh, and he just like misses the knee drop, and then Bam Bam just grabs the closest leg to him and just like very casually pins him. You know, for leverage. I guess the knee pain was so bad that yeah. he was focused on how much that leg hurt that he couldn't kick out. That he couldn't kick out with his entirely untouched outside leg. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I looked it up after the match, just how long Bam Bam was around after this, like when he left and what he was doing. I believe it's a reverse Wyclef Jean, because uh, Bam Bam is gone in November, whereas Wyclef Jean uh, was gone till November. I thought you were saying it, it doesn't matter. Ah, so it does matter. Yes, Wyclef Jean's most famous song, The Thing He Did With The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I don't even. I can't even think of it in my head. How well it sounds, but yeah, he is gone in November. Uh, he goes back to Japan, and can you imagine a man who goes from being like a mid card nothing on WWF like television house shows pay per views to literally wrestling Tenru every night, every <laughs> single night for four fucking months. <laughs> Yeah, that is insane. Nothing but six mans against Tenru and a singles. Like you're gonna, you, hey, you're gonna beat IRS on a month's worth of house shows. Yeah. Then you're gonna have one pay per view match against Henry O'Godwin. <laughs> then you're gonna beat Skip and or Zip every other house show for another month. Sure. And now go home. <laughs> oh, you're gonna go to Japan and wrestle Tenru every night. All right, interesting, Fine, but you. go for it. <laughs> yeah, just it's. I mean, yeah, he was awesome in Japan, yeah. and it like it's just like such a weird, like leave the biggest company in America and yeah. go and wrestle one of the biggest names in the history of Japan <laughs> every night. Yep, it's not a bad deal. Yeah, uh, so we get like a really quick Bob Backlund in the crowd where he's this is the build up of him running for president. Yep, uh, which it was nothing. Um, Wait, Bob Backlund did, didn't become president in 1996? Uh, nope. 
He at least got the Republican nomination. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I think so. It yeah. was Clinton Backland, 96? Clint, Clinton Backland. Nader. Uh, <laughs> it was a Bob. It wa- a Bob got the nomination. That's worth something. Vote for me, President Bill Bob Dole. <laughs> uh, we get another HB. Bob Dole for human president. Uh, we get HBK doing another backstage promo where he looks the absolute gayest. He is like, a does leather he, daddy. Does he know that his hat is exclusively for leather daddies? Does he know? He knows. I think he either knows and doesn't care. Or, is or he doesn't know, but also doesn't care. <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, 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 these these outfits, the like 95, 96, 97 Sean's It's a lot. Are the like the most homosexual things you've it's ever really seen. It's really a lot. No straight man has ever worn that no. ever. Ladies were still creaming for it though. Yeah, which is really weird. I I, I don't kinda understand the lo- white kind of made me lose respect for ladies. Uh yeah, cuz you had so much respect for ladies. I had nothing the utmost. Look, uh, much like uh current president Donald Trump, nobody respects women more than I do. Stop the cheat? St- <laughs> stop the steal. Yeah, yeah, stop the cheat. Stop the steal. Stop the cheat from Homestar Runner. <laughs> He's got... He must be stopped. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he cuts promo, whatever. The next match is now uh, his second appearance of the night, Jeff Jarrett, defending the Intercontinental title against Shawn Michaels. Uh, there was a funny double J jerk Jarrett sign in the crowd, which yep. I thought was adorable. Absolutely. Uh, then, you know, they, they started off like pretty good. They were, they were moving pretty, pretty smoothly and like had good chemistry and stuff. But there was a moment where I, like, we just kind of said like, is 95 Jeff Jarrett a better worker than 95 Shawn Michaels? Jeff Jarrett was awesome in this match. I mean, they both did the same move. They did the put, the, uh, hit the guy in the midsection, put your, bends him over, put the leg on, on the, the back of his head, and do, do the, the backflip back to your feet while still holding the other guy's Jarrett's backflip was so much smoother yeah. and more controlled. Jarrett than landed Sean's. perfectly, like right Jarrett, in the position. Jarrett like floated. Sean did this like quick one and, and like Sean almost fell over. Yeah, yeah. Sean, Sean did not land great, but just like you know, Jarrett like bumps really well. He runs corner to corners really well yep. like his moves and and punches and strikes are like really smooth whereas like sean's are good mm. but sean's just seem like there's so much less like uh care for how well they look and work you know yeah. he's just very loose and lazy whereas jared's like a professional yeah we're like this is what could have been yeah. with jeff Jarrett before vince russo got his talons into him yeah um there was a pretty good like Jarrett runs um, ducks a line and then goes for a crossbody over the top onto the roadie. Yeah. That was excellent. Um, and then the best spot of the match where Jarrett's in the corner. Oh my God. Sean runs corner to corner and Jarrett gives him like the duck under he, like, and they shoot up him up and over. Him. But he goes over the post and essentially takes a back bump a on f- the floor. Just a somersault flat back like, bump it was on the massive. goddamn floor. And it was just in the middle of the match and like there was a limited crowd response to it. Like, like, you know, if, if this was 99, people yeah. would lose their goddamn It was minds. one of those things that was, like, too big for the crowd to even really understand. They're like, yeah. wait. <laughs> they, they'd never seen it before, so they were like, oh, do we react to that? Or, or did what he are we go to, doing? Did he go to heaven? <laughs> yeah. Um, th- but then after that, Vince and Lawler, both on commentary, make several, like, references or, like, re- like requests 
to see a replay. So many times. And it takes them It takes them forever. so long. Like, why are they so bad at replays? Number yeah. one, they know the spot's coming. Yeah. And number two, like, it's not like you have to go, like, oh, re- rewind ten minutes. There, yeah. The- P.S., there's someone whose job is just replays. It's just replays. <laughs> but yeah, it takes them forever. Yeah. Um... So, back in the ring, they do the Aloha Arn spot, but, you know, like, the sunset flip, and then, like, you're gonna fall over, you're gonna fall over, you're gonna fall over. Yeah. Sean stops himself, punches Jared in the head, and in theory, you're like, I'm like, oh, drop your dick in his face, like, for the pin. But instead of just, like, dropping to his knees, Sean puts his hands down, (laughs) then gets onto his knees, then goes for the pin. Like, the laziest finish to that move. It's like he really didn't want to put his dick in his face. It's really like Sean's a lazy worker who's a piece of shit at this point. <laughs> um, then there was an amazing dropkick by Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, we're like, okay, Jarrett's awesome. Yeah, we're like, Jarrett's great. Um, then Sean goes to the top rope, and we're like, okay, he's going to do, like, maybe, like, a goal. Because Jarrett, he bumped Jarrett, and Jarrett was, like, nowhere near that He was very corner. far away. So we're like, what is we're he... We're like, are you like going a, to do like, a moonsault and, and miss like, by or a... Like, or, a, like, a stand... Like, Jarrett feeds in, gets a standing moonsault for a pin or yeah, something. that's what I thought. I thought he was going to feed yeah, in for a moonsault. Yeah, but, nope. Uh, Sean does, you know, the noted Sean Michaels uh, <laughs> high-flying move of... Uh, so, on the top rope, back to the ring. Yeah. Do a 180 in the air for an X-handle. High risk, high reward, if you ask me. Yeah, Sean's uh, real lazy in this match. High flying show. He also does a very lazy inside cradle, where Jarrett, like, when he rolls him up, Jarrett is, like, literally on top of Sean. What, it- it was yeah, it was Sean doing a small package, but small all, package, but also it looked like Jarrett was giving Sean a jackknife hold. <laughs> yes, yeah. Jarrett did like a full somersault. Yes, uh, the only then I mean the end of the match I did put a good finish. Yep, which was the uh, there was roadie roadie related business. Uh, there was uh, pushed into him. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, Rody Rod- tricked him. Jarrett Jarrett whipped Sean. Uh, Sean Sean reversed reversed. it. Rhodey grabbed the leg of Jarrett. Jarrett turned around to yell at him. What the hell? Ate the sweet shit music. The end. The end. Clearly the start of a Jarrett-Rhodey feud. Add to the the fact that Rhodey did the music. So it was obviously Jarrett staying heel, Rhodey going face. Uh, They fight. Obviously Jarrett's the bigger name, but then... Rody drops the bombshell. I sang your song. You dumb bastard. You weren't even singing. None of this happens. Rody's gone tomorrow. Yeah. And Jarrett's gone in a few months. Yes. Weird. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, they're really good at setup, but they're really bad at execution. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe like the Jarrett thing, maybe like they couldn't help it. I guess. But why would you immediately send Rody down to, to USWA? USWA? Yeah. Like. Weird. I didn't understand. And like, it's not like you can send him. You send him down, and you can't just like call him back up. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's, it's just weird. Um, and, and especially after having like a pretty good match with one, two, three, kid earlier in the night. I mean, the the two of them had the two best matches tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we uh, we get another backstage. Like uh, all the faces are in Diesel's locker room. Uh, Sean comes in, and they all like pop really hard. Yeah. Sean jumps on Diesel. Then they cut like a super big like. Ah, we're super gay with each other. We love we love one another. Like we kiss all the time. Yep. Uh, like big celebration. Then maybe the most insane thing that happens. <laughs> so they they're like, oh, breaking news. We gotta go to Handsome Doc. 
So they cut to Michael Hayes, uh, handsome Doc Hendricks, uh, who is outside of Jeff Jarrett's locker room and is on a speedball. Coked like, out of his fucking on mind. cocaine brain. And he's yelling about how Jarrett and Rhodey are in there and they were yelling and then Jarrett shoved Rhodey and then Rhodey popped Jarrett and, and then they started brawling and I'm going to find out what I'm going to come in with it. I'm going to find out what happened to you. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm like, like insane human being. Yeah. And I, he's more of an N-word than Mark Henry will ever be. I, I slowed it down ten times and I was able to make out... I saw Jared and Rodian there making babies, and I looked at the babies, and one of the babies smiled at me. Uh, that is pretty accurate. Uh, so next up, we get a tag team title match, which is the champions Yokozuna and Owen Hart uh, wrestling against the allied powers yes. of Lex Luger and the British Bulldog, accompanied by their Italian friend, uh, Benito Mussolini Alfredo. Why, why do they have an Italian? Oh, right. I don't know. They're not Axis. <laughs> <laughs> they should, you said they should well, have Nikolai they, Volkov. Oh, they yeah. Have, no, they yeah. have a Russian. No, no, no. I said Ivan Koloff. Oh, Ivan Yeah, Kol- okay. you got Ivan Koloff back. Or like, Former yeah. Former world need, champion. You need him. You need like one of the Bushwhackers turning into a solo star. Yeah. You need like w- Bruce Hart. Sure. You know, uh, I don't know. Who else fought for the Allied Powers? Uh, but... France. Oh, yeah, we need a, a good guy, non-anti-American French, because those, those don't exist. Andre the Giant. Oh, just died. Ah, oh, R.I.P. Andre. Uh, I don't know. Who other French? Rene Dupree. Sylvester Lafort. Sure. There yeah, you go. There you go. Uh, Sylvain, the, Fr- the French Sylvain, stallion. But not Sylvain Grenier, just Sylvain. Yes. When he was a fashion model. Um, Rob Conway. <laughs> Roberge Conway. Yes. Yes. Uh, that was the prime of wrestling. Uh, there was a very funny spot early on, which, like, kind of seemed out of place only because it was the heels. Yeah. But, like, Bulldog and Luger get kind of get, like, a one-up on Yoko. Yeah. Uh, Luger hits Yoko, who takes a big bump, like, right near his corner, and Owen gets off the apron and sells his foot because Yoko landed on his foot. <laughs> and so he's, like, mad about it. Hey, man. You landed on my foot. Yeah, and then, like, Yoko gets up and, like, sort of, like, yell, like, they're talking over the ring corner as Owen's selling his foot, which leads to, like, Luger running in and bobbing him and whatever. Like, But, like, what a weird thing for the heels to do. Owen, don't, don't go to jail for the next 20 years because someone smudged your puma. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, uh, interesting fact, everybody. I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, Owen Hart actually died in 1995. Oh, my uh, God. It was... <laughs> Explain Wait. it. Oh, my God. So, uh, Lex or Davey D- gave Davey it to him? Davey. Davey Boy. Yeah. Owen and Davey did some good shit together. Yeah. We, where we realized that British Bulldog is regarded as a pretty good wrestler, but if you actually look at it, he literally only had good matches with the Hart Brothers, the end. <laughs> the only yeah. two guys who could get something out of him. Yeah. Otherwise, he was kind of useless. Uh, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, so it looks like we're going for a standard back body drop procedure. Whip the guy off the ropes. You bend over. Guy runs at you. You push him up. He does a big old somersault. So we did almost all of those steps. Yeah. Uh, except the somersault, where... Owen goes high into the air, yeah. does no somersault, no. and... Almost goes face first, but, like, 
very last second manages to correct and sort of like flatten out and land on his shoulder. Just kind of on his side, yeah. yeah, which is better than landing on his neck. I'll give him that. But yeah, it was terrifying because it looked like he should have just done he, a flip. He he was just preparing for four years later. Yeah. Yeah. He's learning how to fall. Oh, this is how I'm supposed to fall in four years. How do you learn to fall from a height like that? You don't. <laughs> you don't, but he tried. Um, I... Oh, Bulldog tried to do the old, uh, get it, you know, slingshot him into the corner. Oh, too far away. Uh, he was way too far away, so Owen had to, like, land on his feet and take a couple steps into yeah, the corner, yeah, yeah. Uh, which looked pretty funny. There was just, like, a, a bunch of interesting, like, um, you know, o Owen doing some leg work on the Bulldog, which is, like, you know, you really only saw a bunch of stuff in this era from the hearts. Yeah. And once they stopped wrestling, everyone stopped. Those doing moves it. just like left wrestling. You know, like like very specific like strikes or slams to like legs or arms or whatever, because like that's what Stu taught them. Yeah. And when like with nobody running the dungeon, it's like no one has learned those moves since yeah. nineteen you know, nineteen ninety or yeah, something. Yeah, just moves lost to time. Yeah. Because, yeah, there was, like, a step on Bulldog's leg while he's down, grab the other one, and then just, like, swing that leg down swing. into the ground while still standing on the other one. Yep. Um, there was, like, a double team move to, that, to his legs that, yeah, it was just, like, it's it heart, heart exclusive moves is the note that I wrote. That's the loudest thing I've ever heard. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> It's not even up there. It's over here. Um, I'm glad you have it on, like, the most vibrating surface you can... Yeah. It, w it was. I, I wanted everybody to hear that I get text messages Just sometimes. a hard plastic surface. Um, then, uh, after that, we get one of my... <laughs> uh, Bulldog finally manages to get to go for a hot tag on, to Luger, yep. which Yoko gets tagged in, I don't know, 30 seconds beforehand. Oh, yeah, so by the time Luger steps through the ropes, Yoko's is just yep. standing. Yeah, Yoko's... <laughs> Almost right ha like, there. just past halfway of the ring, but he has stopped walking because if he moved any faster, <laughs> he'd just he'd, be there. He would be there. He'd be in so there. So he corner. had to wait for the hot tag. Yeah. Um, then one of my favorite tag team moves that I really wish I should uh, could do uh, more often yes. uh, is you press slam the smaller guy onto the bit, like into yes. standing on the other guy, and he takes a bump with his own partner. Yeah, it's a good one. Love that move. There was a, a an adorable oh friendship friendship handhold double clothesline where like Luger threw Owen onto Yoko, and then as Bulldog's getting through the ropes, Luger like backwards put like you know hand facing palm facing just like low underhand like, yeah grabs Bulldog's hand like, and take, they run take, take my hand buddy yeah they do a running <laughs> double line that was really cool. Um, then they do a double back suplex on, Yokozuna. on Yoko, which like, you know, Yoko's almost 600 pounds yeah, he's and six. yes, they're both like big, strong dudes, but there's nowhere to grab. No, that's the like, thing. Luger had his hand under the thigh. Bulldog just had a handful of tights. Yeah. You just have to like pick a fold and but, go like, with it. But they, like, they got him, got him up higher than I thought they would have. Yeah. Um, so that they, they do that and then Owen and Bulldog end up bailing to the floor and, <laughs> Yoko is way too blown up to do a bonsai drop, so he just does a leg drop, leg drop and the end. finish. And he is pouring with sweat. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the last televised match of Luger 
who leaves and is on the first episode of Nitro. Yeah. But he, yeah, he literally, which is only like six weeks from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, he so he, no more, no more uh, appearances for Luger. Thank God he's shit. And his first televised match in WCW is a title match against Hulk Hogan on the second Nitro. Good way to start. Nowhere yeah. to go but down. Uh, so after this, then we get again backstage on the telephones. We get Shawn Michaels talking to whoever, which I'm sure Shawn was super thrilled about having to pretend. Yeah, I, I was just thinking. Talk to I was, pu- I was putting myself in the mind of 1995 Shawn Michaels yes. being asked to do the superstar line. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, and I pretending can't to talk to someone. Wrap my head around him being psyched about it. Well, yeah, I'm sure he was pretty coked up. So yeah, or pilled up. So, now we get to the main event. We get a recap video of Diesel and Sean being butt buddies. Um, you know, Sid turning on Sean, Diesel making the save, Sean and Diesel arguing over who's topping, who's bottoming. Yep. Uh, spoiler alert, it's double-sided dildo, neither one tops. Ass to ass. Ass to ass. Uh, we then get a promo. Make of, your butts kiss. Make your butts kiss. Um, then we get another video package just sort of of... DiBiase, uh, like, teaming or, like, being the manager of Sid and then him, like, buying the Lumberjacks and then just the recap of, like, the who's the good guys, who's the bad guys for the Lumberjacks sort of business. Uh, so we go into the main event. Uh, we, so Diesel defending the title against Sid in a Lumberjack match. Uh, yep. As we said earlier, 95, the deepest <laughs> talent roster they had. Yeah. It was fucking... Like, a who's that of 90s jobbers? Well Done was out there. Well Done was out there. Like we said, Techno Team 2000. Who we had to look uh, up the second member of, because yep. neither of us remembered it. it. was Chad Fortune. Adam Baum. Uh, the Jacob, Jacob and Eli and Blue. Eli Blue. Noted SS members. Yep. Don't have the tattoos yet, though. Not yet, but they, they will. They got them later. But they will. Don't worry. They, they weren't... As racist, even as racist as they were going to be yet. Be, being uh, hick twins, not racist. Being bikers, racist. Yeah. Very racist. Also, I <laughs> I noted that uh, in this current iteration of of these Harris brothers, they they both look just exactly like Sweetums from the Muppets. Like the big, giant, all hair one. Yeah, who probably run weird too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loopy and whatever. <laughs> Um, so we have, yeah, another, another diesel promo in the back right before he comes out where he says, uh, Pengale asks him some question about like being, is Big Daddy Cool concerned with whatever? And Nash's response is Big Daddy Cool doesn't have problems with me running wild anywhere. (laughs) And we're like, huh? (laughs) He was having like a full dissociative state. I I propose that he was on ketamine. Either that or he just was really not psyched about having to wrestle uh, Sid Sid again again in a bad bad lumberjack match on the show. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then maybe one of the weirdest things that I've ever seen. They just showed like a girl... And a guy, both dressed in black. Both gothed up. Both gothed up. Like, the girl was wearing, like, a, like a black veil. And the other guy, like, rolled his eyes back in his head. And sort of, like, had this weird, like, uh, dead, death, dead stare to him. Where they were like, oh, it's, um... The Creatures it's, of the Night. It's the Creatures of the Night. It's Undertaker fans in the crowd. Yeah. And we're like, what? 
Undertaker's not on this show. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, can't anyone be Undertaker fans? No. Why no. do you have to look Only dead to be an Undertaker fan? Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, the match is, it's whatever. It's literally nothing. I'm going to say... Two big, bad, two big bad guys. This may be controversial. Sid's clubbing forearms to the back are not good. <laughs> Worse. Sid's clubbing forearms to the back... Or Nash's pillowy forearms. Ooh. You can't answer it, because there's there's no real answer. There, nobody wins. Nobody wins. Whoever wins, we lose. Yeah. It's a real alien predator. <laughs> I love it. Excellent poll. <laughs> Excellent reference. Scott, you win the podcast. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just... Throw, throw Sid out... Uh, the you know, baby faces get a quick beat up on him. He gets back in. Throw Diesel out. The bad guys beat him up on the floor. The good guys come over to try and stop the bad guys. Whatever. It's you know your very generic style early lumberjacks match. Yeah. Um. At one point that when they throw Diesel out the second time and all the bad guys are beating him up, the good guys go over to help. Sean like launches himself off the stairs over the pile of Crowd good source. guys to like <laughs> jump on to the guys that are beating up Diesel to save them. Yeah. Uh, like totally out of nowhere. Uh, Sid f- gets the power bomb on Diesel and then pauses to do a high five break with all of the Every heels heel. on the outside. So over the top rope okay. and he just like one, two, <laughs> three, four, five. You, nah, nah. You, you just hit your finisher on the world champion. Yeah. You have two options. Pin him or, hear me out, give 15 high fives. Yeah. He chooses, chooses <laughs> he chose number the two. ladder. <laughs> chooses number two, does high fives to all the heels, then goes for the pin, and they're shocked Diesel kicks out. Yeah. Um, then he goes for a second one. They, on camera, do the same spot they did last that show. That confused us because it was yeah. barely on camera. Because the reason that it looks so weird was because Diesel bumps when he does back body drops. Yeah, when you're, like, reversing a powerbomb into a back body drop, all you have to do is stand up, and the guy does a flip over and, you. And the guy, Yeah, and then if you want to bump, then you can, like, you know, you, you toss him, drop to your knees, go to your face. Like, take a front sure. bump, right? Not a, you push him over your back, Sit on your ass. and then you fall to your back as well. Yeah. Because it just looks terrible. Yes. But that's what he did. That Twice. is absolutely what he did. Uh, so uh, the now now we get to uh, you know whatever all the all the outside shit and, and stuff. Yeah, every heel runs in. Uh, yeah, well, uh, first uh, Mabel gets Diesel and uh, slams him into the ring post, then gives him a scoop slam on the floor, yep. uh, then chucks him back in the ring. Uh, then Diesel, like you know, then the, there's more whatever. Diesel goes for the jackknife. IRS runs in, yeah. where Diesel like doesn't really touch him that much, but he like just guides gently him guides him the... over the far top rope. Yeah, so he he gets thrown out. Then Tatanka tries to get in. He gets stomped, uh, and then Sid gets back up, gives him some shots. He goes to run and hit the ropes. As soon as he hits the ropes, Nash gets the big boot up and just blasts him in the face as soon as he comes off the ropes. And for some reason, I knew it was the finish, even though it Weird. probably should be a powerbomb. I'm like, Weird. that's the finish. Maybe he hurt himself powerbombing him last show. Maybe it's like no more but, powerbomb. But yeah, like big boot. And as soon as he makes contact and Sid bumps, Nash like turns and falls right, falls right on, on him, him for yep. the pin. 
Uh, then all the baby faces get in the ring to celebrate, and then Nash is pissed off and wants to fight Mabel. So him, he, they're like, taking swings over the top rope, whatever. Um, and then that's the end of the show. We get a, like a recap of all the highlights of the show. And that is it for In Your House number two. Big setup to that SummerSlam main event, Diesel King Mabel for the title. Um, Hope where, it goes well. Where nobody gets their back broken. Where nobody gets their back broken, and we uh, won't be covering. Because we don't do the big shows. We In Your House boys. I feel like too many people do the big ones. We need to do the small ones. I agree. And uh, for those of you who stayed till the end... Uh, the secret letter for this show is A. 